Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. But you can do anything. What else can you do? Good reason. What? What else can you do? You've never shown me this before. Have you not? Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're in Sully, California. <laughs> Sully? I said Sully, yeah. Sully, California. Yeah. There's all kinds. I don't know. I've not used them. Oh. What I was going to do is put in our theme yeah. so that I don't have to edit it in. I can just I can just have it at the beginning and have it at the end. Do that then. And the round of applause now, every time. Every time what you speak. Yes. <laughs> then. Thank you. There you go. Uh, hello and welcome to the Pod Blast. Hello. What's what's happening? It's cold. Yeah, I've got the heat on. No, Every time you come in here and you, you give me nonsense. I'm not giving you nonsense. You ask what's happening and it's cold. Oh, yeah, it is pretty cold outside. Mm-hmm. It's going to get colder though. Well, I'm glad because we need some cold because there's some giant spiders. Oh, coming inside and... Well, they get bigger when they, it's hotter, so when they're babies. Oh, right, okay. Mm-hmm. They are huge in my house. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. heating's on if you're out, isn't it? No. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> I just on one. Take a deep breath and get back in your box. Okay. Uh, today we're doing The Baron. We watched it um, last week and we did the notes and everything, but... Because we recorded late, we had a chance to go and watch Wakanda Forever. So that sort of interjected. So we don't have to watch anything today. We just have to cast our mind back, don't we? Mm. Should we start with the watching, listening, and yeah. gaming, and mm-hmm. what have you? Go yeah, on, then. Sure. All right, then. <laughs> I, um, I was watching a Netflix documentary last night about a female bodybuilder that killed her husband. I saw that go up. Yeah. It's, she was claiming spousal abuse and it was at the time that that Lorena, I can't remember her surname now, you know, the one that cut off her husband's manhood. Oh, yeah, Bobbit. Bobbit, that was it. It was all around that time. But because she was a great big female bodybuilder and aggressive herself, she got 25 years. Ooh. They weren't having it that she was a battered wife. she gave as good as she get, got, apparently, and she was jealous and that was why she did what she did. Right, okay. And they didn't take account testimonies from people and doctors and broken bones and stuff it was quite sad and interesting she's still in prison now it's a thing though that netflix have done uh, a couple of times now and it's called journalism Mm. (laughs) and and for some reason what happens is if it's a particular narrative that can be pushed then our media push it and and so the the case either way is affected from out you know from outside sources by whatever needs to be pushed at the time what netflix has been doing is been looking back at these cases mm. looking at a, a great big box marked evidence and sort of pointing it going you seen that <laughs> you seen that have you looked at it you know like we used to have um Trevor McDonald's special reports and things like that and yeah there was a woman that did, you know, hard copy. Yeah. And she was the voice of the voice of, of over for hard copy, and she said she's extremely embarrassed by what she said, but it's how it was then. Yeah, exactly. You know, therefore. Well, Panorama is the thing that's meant to do that's stuff like Panorama, that now, yeah. and Dispatches on Channel Four, but they both did hit jobs on Jeremy Corbyn during the 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 elections here because that was the narrative that was being pushed by the people in charge of the programmes. Mm. And so it's no longer journalism. It's just, you know, pushing a narrative. 
Mm. And look at the mess that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. someone dared to say, shall we just sort out the country? Well, I believe this woman. I believe her anyway. But one of the reasons that I do believe her is uh, because she said that her husband, he had five different types of metabolic steroids in his system. Mm-hmm. Plus ex- an excessive amount of testosterone. And I know from one of my ex-partners when they had testosterone shots. <gasps> it was bad, let's just say that. You could see it the minute it happened. You'd be thinking, I'd be thinking, oh no, testosterone shot. It's and and bodybuilders that I used to train with. The minute they have them, they're like wild animals. Mm. Horrible stuff. Horrible. Leaves you a big purpley bruise where it goes in. It makes you very aggressive. Yes. And what stuff she was saying, I thought I've seen that in people when they've had testosterone shots. I I believe her. Yeah. It was an interesting documentary. I haven't finished it all yet. It's it's a funny thing because it, even if they're saying she gave as, as as good as she got, in which case it, it was going to be a lottery then as to who was going to murder who first mm-hmm. because they were obviously in a very horrible, destructive relationship. Yeah. The idea of 25 years for one of them was going to do it. Mm. It just seems that when it's a woman, they they lean on that sentence a bit. I know that yeah. men overall have the have longer sentences for the same crime, generally speaking. But just sometimes when it's a when it's something so public that everyone's into, they just have to go that extra mile, don't they? Yeah, and I think because she was, I mean, she's only five foot three, but she was a very large bodybuilder, amazing physique. Yeah, that's the picture of her on the yeah, as it goes amazing. past. Amazing. Um, she was a bodybuilder, so what? You can't take a hit. That was kind of the theme. But it was really interesting. But some of them Netflix documentaries, like you say, are dead interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that's pretty much the only thing I've watched, other than stuff I've watched with you. Okay, I I've completed Future Man series one and two now. Wow. Series three isn't on there, and I don't think there's going to be a series four. Right. Which is a shame. It's 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 odd. I I'd like to say that the second series isn't as good as the first series, but that's not true, because at the end of every single episode, it does something where you know those traditional shows mm. where it gets to the end of an episode and you go, I have to watch the next one, mm. and they do it in every single one. Some there's a turn, there's a flip, and you're like, ah. Oh. Well, I've got to watch the next one, haven't did, I? Yeah, they did that with Outlander. At the yeah. end of every episode, was like, no, don't end there. Don't end there. Oh, okay. Isn't it? It's, it's nice, that kind of... Yeah, it is. Although I haven't been able to watch season two of Outlander because some of the things that happened to one of them was so graphic, it, that sort of stuff really puts me off. Uh, yeah, you know I'm the same with that yeah, kind so of thing. Yeah, so I, I want to watch it, but I also um, don't really want to watch it. I watched the start of... I watched the first couple of minutes of a film. I've forgotten which one it was, but it said at the bo- at the top, it said um, s- sexually threatening, sexual abuse, uh, sexual violence. And I was like, well, no. Mm. What am I sitting? I don't want to sit and watch that. No, I'm here to I be entertained. Like... No, I don't like that sort of stuff. Um, I watched See How They Run. Do you know the, the one that's trying to be like... Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was trying to be like that. It, it. I just thought that you said you weren't going to watch it. Originally. Yeah, and I watched it, and it was, it was. You know, there's certain things in it that are quirky about the performances. Some of the performances were really good in it. The sets were obviously good. The directing was, I say, by the book. They, they, they did a couple of split screens, so you can have a delivery and a reaction between people which was you know all right yeah it's it wasn't it wasn't for a particular beat or for a particular reason I, the whole thing played out very obviously and it just hasn't got the same charm mm-hmm. as what it was trying to be mm. so it was all right but fair enough you know and obviously and or we're recording this on monday the last one we recorded on Thursday, so I managed to watch episode 11 of Andor, 
we're now recording this on Monday, so I've got two days till the last episode of Andor. So I can't really say any, I can't add any more than I did. Other than right. watch it, you should watch it. And we watch Strictly. And we watch Strictly. And the, the, the Titans are starting to be um, voted out now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. There's no one bad left, is there? No. So, yeah, it's it's going to come down to bad weeks. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hamza might win. Hamza, I don't know, because he's been really good early on. But now he's getting, now we're at the this end game. His performance hasn't improved. It's just he's really good. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, when you have someone like what's her face, Fleur, yeah, who the, did what she did, yeah, Beyonce, but it was all Janet Jackson. Yeah, the, the, the you know someone can come along and do that and get and get Craig's ten paddle out. Isn't it? Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? Deservedly so. And deservedly so. Then yeah, it's mm-hmm. um, it's it's anything. He might just he might just not get it. It just there'll, there'll be that little spark at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I love watching Strictly. I do. <laughs> what have you been listening to? Oh, nothing. Nothing. No. I got the album um, "Ways Blood" and in and in the darkness, hearts aglow. As you know, I haven't played it. I haven't taken it out. I've listened to it on Spotify though, so I've managed to listen to the. I've I've managed to listen to the uh, album twice while playing games, and yeah, it's it's. It's brilliant. It's it's more Titanic Rising, which is why it's it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I told you the other day. It's part of a trilogy, mm-hmm. so you can definitely hear the production is is the same, and it's the it's the same kind of sound, and it's not a cop out for her to say that this is a trilogy of albums because they do they they are distinctive from her earlier albums, mm-hmm. of which she has quite a few. Unlike the Red Hot Chili Peppers who once they got to californication they the songs that were popular they were like oh well that's easy isn't it we can just sort of strum along we can get a rhyming dictionary talk absolute nonsense (laughs) and these people will keep buying it so they did by the way and that's what that album comprised of. I love, by the way, because of the time and the amount of times I listen to it and what have you. But when you actually listen to it as, listen to the songs, they're not clever. They're, they're totally random. You might as well have just put, you know, this is, it was, you know, the off off cuts of those um, those infinite chimps writing Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. This, this is what, this is some of the stuff that was thrown away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Star- Stadium Arcadium came out. It's exactly the same again. Same sound. Same. You know the the, the good thing about Chili Peppers is you, you listen to them and they keep evolving. They keep evolving. They got to Californication and went, ooh, ooh, this is where the money is, lads. Mm-hmm. Let's keep doing this. And they and they didn't evolve again. And they should have. Well, I know, but. Ways blood. <laughs> I just wanted to go off on one about chilies, obviously. But ways blood. It's it's a trilogy, and it's it's why the production is the same as as Titanic Rising, and so she can be forgiven because she's already told us. Okay. Okay. And gaming vampire survivors of no man's that sky. Yeah. So, yeah. So the same again. And goat simulator freeze just come out, so I might get that for Joseph. Yeah, I'll get that for Joseph. I think. What you said his name? I've I've mentioned his name a few times. Um, right then, what what else we do? We go quickly to the news. I say quickly. Do. There's a lot of it. Yes. So first thing, the biggest news probably for us is that Chris Hemsworth has found out that he has a genetic predisposition to Alzheimer's, which, if we were being selfish about it, we would say, "Oh, what we're we going to do about four? What's he? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's. He's done the right thing and said that he's he's stepping back from acting for a bit mm-hmm. and just you know spending some time with his family and just sort of processing what that might mean for him. Mm-hmm. So good luck to him, isn't it? It's good for him. Why not? You yeah. can take time off in any other job and nobody in the public gets 
to say how you feel about things. So, well, he's he's in a. Actually, I, you say that if if anyone found out something like that about themselves in the UK at the moment, they would be expected to work till they die. Mm-hmm. He is he is in the privileged position to be able to. To, you know, to have enough money to to be able to set back, which is what everyone should have the right to do if they find out something like that. Mm-hmm. But it is it isn't the way. You know, I don't. I'm not deliberately trying to make it political, but yeah, uh, fair play to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, why not? Good for him. Bob Iger is back as the CEO of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um. So Bob, is it Chapek? He's a, he's either stepped down or he's been fired. Mm. I don't know. I don't know which yet. I know you're you're looking at it, that news like I was looking at it like is, is it going to make that much of a difference to me? But when you read the comments on Twitter and Facebook and what have you, they seem to be very much about the Disney parks mm-hmm. and saying yeah we'll get rid of the gift I think it was called or something like that we we need the shut the special shuttle bus back mm-hmm. and we need the fast track tickets back and um just it just yeah it seems to be more about the park and I was like all right fair enough well there you go they're all happy that he's back then mm-hmm. the other thing was of course that Bob Iger was the person that that put Disney in the position that they could buy things like Fox mm-hmm. and they could buy Marvel so so he's obviously very good for the company. What was worrying is, though, there's a lot of right-wing comments. So there's lots of people going, yeah, now he's back, we can get rid of this wokeness. And I don't know what that means. I, d- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Disney's not going to go back on itself because it'll lose too much money. I think the problem is that Wakanda, Wakanda Forever, because they have openly gay relationship in the film it hasn't it hasn't opened in china oh see and and generally speaking when you have a black lead Mm -hmm. it doesn't work in china numbers wise so i think that's what they mean by wokeness right like like what it should be a white supremacist um film production company i i i don't know what they that i don't know what they mean by that it's it's the attitude of china that needs to change it's not the attitude of disney that needs to change in that yeah. in that case isn't it yeah you can't have wakanda forever with an all white cast isn't it? Yeah, Black Panther is the only is the only person of colour in it, and everyone else is white. Mm, well, no, it's taking yeah, it's taking a, a a long time for. I mean, people. This is one of the things that I was going to talk about. Another thing that's called Quentin Tarantino saying this is one of the worst eras of movies as long as well as the fifties and eighties. This is really bad for eighties. Yeah, it's really bad 50s. for cinema. Yeah, because he. He hates populism, doesn't he? It's he's too cool to be popular. So the idea of, of things like you know, I mean, look at nineteen eighty four was huge for movies. Nineteen eighty seven huge for movies. The eighties is one of the best sets of movie franchises in the history. I know, yeah. The well, silver screen. But this is this is it. You to get to where we are now has taken a lot, and the idea that you have. People of colour having a massive franchise mm-hmm. that that can take so much at the box office. I, I, I don't know. I, that, I don't see anything wrong with that. But there's people that do feel as if the, the, the stuff that, you know, Marvel and DC and what have you push out is, is not cinema. Right. You know, and we will talk about Wakanda forever. We 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 kind of think in the in the game of, you know, it's it's not a bad movie. It's not an excellent movie. It's 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 a good movie. It's it's not going to set the world on fire, but there's some brilliant performances in that. Absolutely. And the idea that that 
because of snobs like Quentin Tarantino and whoever is on the board at um, at the Academy Awards, because it's people like him and Scorsese that that make up the the voting, and and so it means that big these massive films that are culturally important to us telling these stories of heroes which have been said throughout time through word of mouth this these are just you know someone drew these these stories that already existed really and and changed them this it's always the same story mm-hmm. and the fact that the heroes are now the things that are up on that screen and we have the 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 budgets and the special effects the the technical skills in to to create these magnificent films mm-hmm. uh and for you know these these just these snobs no no you know well on tarantino i don't really care about anything that he says anymore because he made up a whole fake fight scene with, that was supposed to have happened with bruce yeah Lee. yeah and i'm sorry tarantino but that didn't happen so shut up yeah. Sort out your turkey neck and shut up. <laughs> Does it's become personal? Yeah. The Very idea nice. that that Bruce Lee was was beaten be- beaten by a stuntman yeah. is absolutely in- incredible. I no. there's no chance. There's no. no chance. Nope. Nope. Next. Yeah. Next is that the actor Winston Duke has confirmed that Umbaku has become the king of Wakanda. Yay! Which I am very happy about. I like the gorilla king. <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, Disney Plus is making a special dedicated to Man Thing, who we saw in Werewolf by Night. Which one was Man Thing? Uh, the, the big tree goblin. Oh, right, I would yeah. I'd best describe him to you. Yeah, so. Loblin. That's yeah. What I used to say. So uh, he's. He's out and about. We're looking forward to that. There's also going to be a Disney special dedicated to Ghost Rider. Okay. To, to bring him into things. Is it going to be Robbie Reyes? It's it's not going to be Robbie Reyes, is it? It's not going to be the same actor. It, you, you, it's going to be Johnny Blaze again, isn't it? Because of course it is. Is it going to be him though? No, it won't be Cage. No, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want. We've got Robbie Reyes. We've got, we've got Ghost Rider. Just, oh. God. Or if you're not going to use him, at least have him hand over the mantle. Yeah. And and just he deserves to be recognised for the work that he did. Yes. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> what else going on? Uh, casting has started for the new Alien movie. Speculation is that it's going to be about Newt. Oh really? She didn't die. She's now in her t- early twenties, and she's having issues with aliens. Oh, right, because, okay. Well, we didn't see a body. We only heard the company say that she died. No, we did. Oh, yeah. Well, we saw, the, no, we saw the crack in the glass and what have you. Yeah. And She was dead. Was she? Did we see her? Yeah, because Sigourney Weaver cries over her. Right oh, there, dead. Oh, yeah. Maybe she wasn't dead. Oh, Sigourney just maybe made a mistake. No, maybe something was going on. Something happens with the metabolism that we don't know about in that instance. She just appeared deathly. I don't know. They'll write something, won't they? They'll retcon it in some way. Okay. I remember the scene now that you've said it, yeah. I've watched it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I do like the third one, you know. People I hate don't. the third one. I like it. Mm, I don't. I don't You're right. Yeah. Next one is... Next one. <clears throat> My turn. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Thunderbolts are trying to get their big bad guy. It mm. could be Hyperon. Mm. And so Ryan Gosling and Alexander Skarsgård are apparently the two people that they're sort of eyeing up to play him. He's like an evil Superman. I thought they wouldn't use Alexander Skarsgård, though, because of True Blood, which is the same reason they wouldn't use Anna, Pac- Anna Paquin anymore. No, I don't think that any there's any truth in that. Why did they cut all of her scenes then from that last film? That's why they cut her scenes. From what last film? She was she did scenes for the last X Men film. Yeah. And she was in it. Right. And they cut all That's of her Fox. scenes. That's Fox. That's Fox. That's nothing to do with Disney. It's nothing to do with the people that are in charge of 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 anything anymore. So No. Was it Fox the last one? Yeah. Before it was Disney. Yeah. Oh, all right then. Okay. 
Yeah, it was a Fox movie. Well, they haven't done hard. any mutant films yet, have they? They've just been slowly introducing the mutants because they were not allowed to even say the word mutant. Okay. So. Roll on Skarsgård. You reckon Skarsgård? Well, you you prefer him anyway, don't you? I you do. like him. But the thing is, I don't know because whoever it is is not going to be a bad guy again, unless they're an amazing bad guy. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Because that's the thing. Be a bad guy again, really? Yeah. Have you watch What If? Yeah. But the, but the thing is, it's that's that's the thing that you you judge a film by. Heroes are heroes, but it's about the bad guy, and so you always look at. So a lot of people say, "Who's the best? Who's the best bad guy?" Or Phase Four at the moment, and stuff like that. And oh you know, yeah, you were looking at it the other day, weren't you? Yeah, so that's the kind of thing that people talk about. So I suppose if Alexander Skarsgård comes in and he's a brilliant hyperon, then there's no reason for him not to be used again and again as a bad guy. You know, a bad guy with Superman's powers. That's that's pretty lethal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's who the Thunderbolts are probably going to go across. Eternals two is going to be f- is going to come out before Avengers Secret War. Mm-hmm. So I'm re- I'm looking forward to that now because that was definitely a grower, and it was for me. It was you know at first I didn't I wasn't into it, but what they should remove is the sex scene. There was no oh, need for that so sex scene. And weird. It was very weird to put it in. And it's it it's it stopped the pacing of the film, and it was it was all wishy washy. Uh, what's it called? Flashbacks as well, wasn't it? So it's was just like, what, what, why? Don't put it in. Um, they were in a relationship. We know that. <laughs> and the last thing is big news is that Sony are developing a suite of new live action uh, Marvel series for Amazon. So they've basically got everything Spider-Man, haven't they? Sony. Okay. Yeah. Or Sony, yeah. So apparently they're just going to go, right, here's the Spider-Man world. And everyone who Spider-Man's associated with, and there's a lot of people, can be used in it. Right. So. Exciting. That'll be exciting. And it's going to be on Amazon, so we get to watch it and stuff. It's not on Hulu mm-hmm. or something or HBO. We just don't get to watch them, do we? We have to wait until the Americans have seen them and then we're allowed to watch them. Yeah, we're supposed to be past that now. Well, yeah, we should be. <sighs> I can take a breath. That was that was the news. Done. Uh, clap. Uh, clap. Clap him for yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing this. I am. Oh, well, you're going to get all right. You're going to have control of this next no, time. No, just that one button. The I'm yellow just one. Press it whenever I feel like it. All right. <laughs> oh no. Right. Next, it's going to be like, oh, what was it? It was Family Guy. With Dingo and the baby. Do you remember all that? No. No, Brian and Stu got their own radio show. It sounded like a radio show. No, don't remember it. Okay. Right. We watched The Baron, so we don't have to go anywhere. We just have to cast our minds back and remember what, what was going on. The Baron is, uh, it follows the adventures of an antique dealer who works as an undercover spy for, the, for uh, British intelligence. Yeah, there was one series of 30 episodes ran from September 66 to April 67. Songs for context, the biggest song at the time was um, Distant Drums by Jim Reeves. Mm. I don't know that. I know that my granddad listened to Jim Reeves a lot. I think everyone's granddad did, didn't he? You don't know. Um, Other, you know, other songs and people at the time were things like Frank Sinatra, Beatles, Beach Boys, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Biggest movie was Dr. Zhivago. Oh. Uh, it was the start of hippie culture with the whole frayed bell bottoms, uh, Jesus sandals, tie-dye t-shirts, that kind of thing. Biggest toys were Tonka trucks and Etch-a-Sketch. Mm. Mm. Wow. Do you want to know anything else about it? Yeah, sure. Okay, it was, it was created by... Uh, John Creasy, uh, it was an English crime writer who wrote over 600 novels in his time under 28 different pseudonyms. <laughs> 600 novels? Imagine wow. that, just banging them out. Monty Berman, again, is the producer of this. Uh, he also did, you know, Jason King, Randall and Hopkirk, Champions of the Park. Yes, we're going to get through all that. His friend, Robert S. Baker, they were in the army together. Back in the day, they bought the rights to The Saint and sold them to... Or, or rather, sold them and said, we'll produce it for ITC. Mm-hmm. So that's how they got their foot in the door at ITC. It's written by Dennis Spooner, of course, who's written everything that we're probably going to watch <laughs> for over the next few weeks. Um, yeah, so 
There we go. I can ask you some questions. What about the acting? What do you think of the actors and the characters and stuff like that? You're all over them. I was. The first fella who was in the first scene, I thought he looked like Luke Evans at first glance. That traditionally, classically handsome look. Who was it? Dave? His assistant, Dave, was it? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yes. Yeah. Is he called Dave? Or is he? I think he was. It was uh, Dave. <laughs> and, and no one ever said anything about the fact that them two men just live together. He's my man. <laughs> no, well, men did live together, Malcolm and Wise. Slept yeah, they slept together. in the same bed, didn't Fine. they? Yeah. Don't worry about I reckon it. Ernie. And, well, he's definitely not gay because that line is one of the best lines I've ever heard when he was talking to the air hostess. Oh, yeah. Said, I'd like to show you my brass rubbins. Yes. The best pickup line <laughs> ever. <laughs> It's just, he was just every single person that he went towards, the Baron. <laughs> he uh, he just, yeah, he was all over the money. Mm-hmm. He was very British. It was a very British way of speaking. He was very smooth and elegant. I liked him. That's, that's Steve Forrest, who played the, um, the Baron. Uh, he was probably best known for The Longest Day. Mm. Do you remember that film? I don't remember. Amazing film, Longest Day. Uh, he was also in the American season uh, series SWAT. So when the film came out, you either SWAT or you're not, he makes a cameo in it. Uh, he was in like films like Spies Like Us, uh, that kind of thing. He's, um, I think he died in 2013. He was 87. Hmm. So he was, uh, yeah, he's, he's about. He's done a lot. He was very confident and comfortable in the part and all yeah, that yeah, carry on wasn't he i was i was all over him what do you think of cordelia oh the uh his attache over in was it russia they went over to or czech Fran. no oh it was somewhere no i tell you what it was somewhere between germany and poland yeah it was um yeah somewhere that doesn't exist anymore doesn't exist wasn't anymore it now. yeah well, um she was a tramp i liked her <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she wanted and she was Loving well, gonna take it. Yeah, she she was in his bath when he came in. My kind of girl. She did, the, yeah, she was all very confident. She's all did everything that she should do and all that kind of But then, unfortunately, right at the very end, when they're at the um, when they're outside the main guy's house and he's like, Yeah, oh, I've got this on tape recording, so I want all of the antiques back that you've stolen so I can take them back. Oh, and a couple more that I just quite fancy. She obviously gets picked up in the car outside. It happens off screen. One of his, you know, his goons brings her in and goes, yeah, well, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, he has to do what they all do. The Baron just seems to be able to move faster than someone can pull a trigger, trigger which is very important in these old ITC shows. Yeah. <laughs> you may have a gun, but you cannot cross a room and hit that gun out of the hand of a bad guy faster than an ITC hero. Unfortunately, all the old James Bonds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can swing across something all the way across this huge room, <laughs> but they can't shoot you in that time. No, 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 no. The yeah, SMGs that spray bullets, yeah. usually on the handrails. Yep, handrails just yep. getting hit. It's a nonsense. Uh, yeah, she's so yeah. She became the you know at the end she was what women are in these things a bloody liability. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you look pretty, but you're gonna be tied to something by the end, and I'm gonna have to deal with it. Ooh, All right, please calm down. <laughs> well, that's how it is in these things. Uh, she was in Sue Lloyd. She was um, probably best known for Barbara Hunter in Crossroads, mm-hmm. and she I did. Did you shoot in Crossroads? Yeah. Well, you you were looking at her, going, "I know her, I know her, I know her." Uh, she did Avengers, the Saint Department, Randall Hopkirk, blah blah blah. So we're going to see her lots when we start revisiting the shows. She also the her biggest thing though was with Joan Collins, her oh, and yeah. Joan Collins, the stud and the bitch. They yeah. were, you know, they were the two that were the main stars of that. So yeah. she's pretty well known, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think of the boss? 
Because he kept on turning up and helping them out every now and again, didn't yeah, he? Just in time. I have, <laughs> have something to cut this wire. Let me get you out of there. Be home in time for tea. <laughs> he was proper in, wasn't he? Okay. Do you recognise him? Yeah. He was no, He was number two in The Prisoner twice. Oh, no. You no. told me that, actually. Yeah, he was in ABC and uh, The General. ABC, A, B and C is what I should have said. Uh, he's done so many films. He's done, it's Colin Gordon. He's done The Pink Panther. He was in Casino Royale, but the original Casino Royale, the comedy one. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you were listened to that episode. I did. You did? Yeah. That's very kind of you. I did listen. <laughs> uh, he died, he was only seven, uh, 61 when he died in okay. 1972. All very heavy smokers though. Yeah, they were. They were. Really heavy. He was another one from the army. All of these guys, just they all met up and all knew each other mm-hmm. from... Uh, was war. Ju- yeah, during the war, which is why we get so many series from ITC. I mean, next week we're probably going to be doing the Zoo Gang, which is so related to the war. It's a bunch of people that go about hunting down the Nazis, the proper Nazis, you know, the ones that were in charge of the hellish things that they did. And it's a special team that go about hunting them and bringing them to justice because a lot of them did disappear. A lot of them just went to NASA. (laughs) You know, the Americans just went, oh, those evil, yeah, we'll have them. We'll have those science types. (laughs) And uh, they can build us rockets. That'd be very nice of them. Uh, A lot of them went off to Argentina. Apparently Hitler went off to Argentina. That was the, and he didn't die in a ditch like a dog. He died in his bedroom. Uh, I thought he was in a ditch. That's just what they say. He killed himself in his bedroom and his girlfriend, cousin too. Eva. I've, I've, or Ava. Is it Ava Brown? Brune. Yeah. And, his Al- and his Alsatian, wasn't it, or something? Oh, I don't know about that. There's but lots of things. I just heard that they died in a ditch uh, oh. after taking whatever and their bodies were burnt or something. Otherwise, we'd have their bodies well, their somewhere. Their bodies were disposed of, but he killed them both in the bedroom. Ah, right. Okay, fair enough. Either way... Uh, Quite a quite a cop out for yeah, <laughs> for someone who calls thing so in my much. head now in that way that we do. I've got this scientist going over to some American guy about um what you know building something in NASA. He's going, how many cups of sugar does it take to go to the moon? Yes, what's that from? Oh, the lady never tells. All oh, right, youth troop. <laughs> youth troop. <laughs> oh, that's why the lady never tells. Actually, it was a goofy movie. Yeah. Um. Right, so the actors, there was a lot of staring into the middle distance. There was a lot of turning away from the person that you're talking to and delivering the line <laughs> to a corner of a, a wall, which <laughs> I I love that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see so much of it as we go forward. The accents were proper dodgy. They were as good as mine then. Yeah, they were all over the place. Yep. I, uh, But I enjoy that. You know, because it is the same, it's the same actors. We keep, you know, they come and go. They're all in the same, you know, each each series playing someone different from somewhere else. Lily Savage did a, a skit of the Avengers and that was all like that. Right. They said, we're looking for a chap, estimated six foot two, swimmer's body. And then he stares off and he says, is that what we're looking for? And he goes, that's what I'm looking for. Well, uh, yeah. Um, and it's like, that. Oh, that's funny. Okay, very, very much how this was, yeah. <laughs> because I, yeah, every woman that he met, he just seduced. Uh, it's yeah. seduced to the point of not doing anything, mm-hmm. but just I now control you through the power, through the sheer power of my sexiness. It's machismo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> machismo all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think he looks a bit like a young Christopher Plummer. Yes. Which is a very handsome chap. Very handsome chap. What about the uh, the story, the plot? Was you uh, was you all over that? Do you like the I general was, idea of it? I was. I was engaged. Yeah. Um, I love that they had video surveillance 30 years before it was created in yes. the way that they had it. Yes, yes. Um, and I like that the diplomatic community, that they can't do, they can't get it back, but he can. Yeah. Well, it's just... Even wrote, ha in a in a in a totally awful reality of things, that's just happened qu- quite recently. Well, maybe five years ago, something like that. A woman from America ran over and killed a lad in this country, or smashed into his car, I think maybe, and killed him. 
And she went to America and has never been brought to justice because she has diplomatic immunity. Mm. They'll, they'll they'll never they'll never touch her. Yeah, it happens. Absolutely awful. Uh, but beyond that, we had some. So we started off with Fabergé. Fabergé. But it wasn't an egg. It's usually eggs. There's usually Fabergé eggs everywhere. Carriages and other stuff. Yeah. All very gaudy. So we had yeah. So we had the one of the carriages. So that was you know that's we know what the word Fabergé means. You you're gonna say it again, are you? Fabergé. Fabergé. We just we just call them Kidding Surprises now. (laughs) <laughs> so they had things like so we know what they are so it's expensive we had air travel which was you know that's the thing that was going on that's the thing that made bond so sexy was the fact that you know it only just started people going and exploring the world and there was there was bond going oh, yeah. here there and everywhere on planes it's quite exciting to be an air hostess on concord yeah i bet why are you saying on concord from Shirley Valentine. Oh my goodness, you're as bad as me. I know I am. <laughs> you saw, um, we saw stuff like a lot of, well, again, a lot of smoking. The two blokes living together. The gadgets, you know, the gadget, the tape recorder, brush, and stuff like that. I recognise that. It's been years since I've seen this, and I recognise that. I'm pretty sure, like, like in the first episode of Danger Man as well. I think so. Well, we're going to get to Danger Man the first episode at Ooh, some la. point. So, um, so yeah, we'll just confirm that, I think, when we get to it. But I think there's a reuse of props there. Right, um, you notice that when they were in that other country, mm. what they did was they just had them driving. You are triggering me, man. They had them driving on the wrong side of the road, mm-hmm. you know, because they're driving on the right because they're in a they're in a foreign country but all the road markings were still the giveaway isn't it funny how stuff how the british countryside looks in no way like southern california yes <laughs> triggering me man on purpose there was so much of that wasn't there yeah. just oh we'll just drive on the other side of the road we'll put up a sign that says yeah. plonsky or something i don't know <laughs> and it's just but you look at it and you're like they're just they're just driving around the uk aren't they it's just it's just london um what else did we have? We had the all oh, the door number switcheroo that got him out of trouble. Oh, that was clever, wasn't it? Wasn't it? He's got a dead body in his in his hotel. You got a dead body in there? No. No. Slapping. <laughs> no, but what I've got is a man tied up yeah. <laughs> that you didn't find in the bed. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna have to leave you there, old chap. Yeah, we're, we're it's, it's our honeymoon. Uh, what else? Did you chloroform again. Chloroform is the is the weapon of choice for most spies. Bit of chloroform, get them knocked out. You know, it takes ages for chloroform to knock you out. Yes, you can't just put it over someone and they drop. But I mean, you can, but that's because you've hit them on the head with a bottle. Yeah, uh, and the last thing there from the story is Luger. We're going to see Lugers a lot, which is a German officer's gun. It's so. It, you you'll see it. It's it's the it looks like the double oh seven. Know what a luger is? Yeah. All right. It's just the way that they clip them like that. With your, your your fingers each side. It's just very, very distinctive. I think that there must have been there must have been a lot left over from from the war. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how the British is that. Are they real guns that have come over and have somehow found themselves in prop departments? Oh, I should think not. Or are they mock-ups because of the amount of war movies that they were making, so they were mocking them up? They look pretty real to me, though. I couldn't say, but I don't think so. Unless it was like, you know, the director, his brother's got one from his time when he was over with the Nazis. Yeah, because there's a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of of the people that were working at that time, especially, you know, 50s, 60s. And, well, into the 70s, they were, yeah... Yeah. World War Two was very much a part of the fabric of British culture, I think, yeah. and um, and American culture too, I suppose. Yeah. Though I don't know that much about it. The, the thing with American culture for me, it seemed to, as far as I'm concerned, and I, and I could be completely wrong, was was more sort of leaning on the past. Because their heroes at the time, you know, Vietnam was going on and what have you, and they were trying to win the unwinnable war against mm. guerrillas, basically, who who know the land. Mm. You're not going to do it. 
Um, all you're going to do is cause atrocities to innocent people because exactly. they're just villagers. Um, the, the people fighting would disappear into these holes, wouldn't they, and in, in, into the forest. Anyway, but beyond that, so what was happening is with America is they seem to be looking back, and it was like it was cowboys. Cowboys were the, were the thing. Yeah, but they weren't, you know. They only run the range for 20 years. It's a myth that they were the cowboys for ages. It wasn't, and they were literally cow herders. Yeah. This John Wayne type of character and Calamity Jane, as much as you love them, yeah. didn't exist. Really? Yeah, really. It was, it's a fabricated well, the... Americanism thing. Right, so there's like a short space of time in which you have all of these big outlaws... They would. They, it was after the range. Yeah. It, the range and all that only went on for 20 years, and there were people who rode horses and wore cowboy hats because that's what you wore in that area. Right. And over the years have been donned as cowboys and robbers, but that isn't what a cowboy was. Okay. Cowboys were farmers. I'm going to bow to your knowledge on this one. Thank you. you. You're saying it with such conviction. I am, yeah, I'm right with you. Fair enough. But yeah, but either well, way, yeah. this is what seemed to be going on with um, with American culture. Look, you know, no, you're looking right. back, that's, that's, that's it seemed they... like the 50s and 60s was all cowboys and Indians. Yeah, because they made this amazing, I don't know, like how cool it was to be a cowboy. They made it that way. It became cool to be a cowboy when in reality cowboys were actually just farmers, yeah. cow herders. That rode horses because the cows were big. Mind you, they had a lot of science fiction. Just think about it. They had like stuff like Get Smart was less comedy spices. I like Get Smart. Mm. Um, not the the new remake with yeah. Game Out of the Office. That was terrible. Um, and you bewitched. Yeah. And um, I Dream of Genie. Lost in Space. That's Star Trek. Are we going to watch any of that sort of stuff? Oh, I Dream of Genie and all that. Or has it always got to be ICT stuff? It's not It's not all been ITC stuff so far. Also, there's some films that I'm going to throw in there. Mm. There's, um, there's, I've just got one recently which I thought of, and I was like, yes, we need to watch The Gods Must Be Crazy. Okay, I'd like to watch I Dream of Genie. As you know, I like I Dream of Genie. I did a little show for you where I evaporated. Remember? Yes. Yeah, but you, that's the point. It's it's that's definitely stuff that you've seen. So I, I want don't know to if you've seen the beginning episode. Okay, I think you're just trying to edge me so that we watch more stuff you like. Okay, we'll move on. Right, music. Edwin Astley, he did the incidental music for lots of ITC stuff and the theme tunes and whatnot. So he worked on the Champions, the Adventures of Robin Hood, Danger Man, Department S, the the Saints, Randall and Hopkirk, Danger Man, blah blah blah. And he's another one that was in. In the army, World War Two. Um, the theme—I'm not sure about the theme with me. It's not as memorable as other things, but maybe it's because I have—I personally haven't watched that much of the Baron. Maybe usually like a good theme. Yeah, but that it didn't kind of. Maybe it's because you've not watched it. Because there's no way you wouldn't have loved it otherwise. No, no, I, I have watched. I have I've watched enough. Uh, watched enough episodes for me and I think that the, yeah the theme was never really it's not like Department S or Jason King or that kind of thing it isn't as distinctive it seems it's a bit more 60s noise than it is a theme Sh- do you know what I mean but he did the theme for The Saint and Randall and Hopkirk Deceased and Danger Man and they're all brilliant mm. so 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 maybe you had to. You don't have to love every one of them. You can't combust. You into the mu- into the theme, into the music. Yeah, I think it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, fair enough. What about um, what about the cars? Then we had. Uh... Right, I did make a note about cars for you. Oh, okay. Go on. They were there. They, they were. were in them and near them. You know what? You you're very right. <laughs> there was the, it was the usual fare. I think the Jensen CV8. Uh, we had Rolls Royces and Jags and Minis everywhere. It it was it was the sixties in Britain, and that's that's what it looked like. So, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to talk, and you are literally. It's like you're hopping on the spot. What are you doing? I'm having technical difficulties with my foot, so I'm moving. You're trying to pump some blood back into it. I'm moving it with my look under the table. All right. Pull me headset off. Oh, right, so it's a counterbalance issue that you're dealing with 
up top. I, can't, I don't think I can uh, sit sit like this for this long. Okay. <laughs> How do you want to sit? I'll have to sit with my legs up next time. All right. Okay. No one's no one's stopping you. You're all right. Taking the mic out of a disabled person. Yeah. Well, it's you know it's. With, it's 50 minutes so far. It's not it's that. Like, hurry up. <laughs> just need a wee. <laughs> <laughs> and just not to do this. Oh, dearie, mate. I can do it on my own. I can't. I can. Watch me. <laughs> not well. Uh, directing. What'd I you... wrote notes for that too. All right, go on then. No qualms. It was directed. Oh, my God. You're nonsense, you are. This is what I'm Let's saying. Say something else then. It was directed um, by Leslie Norman, who was Barry Norman's dad. No, Barry Norman from film. I can I can go through them. Film ninety one, film ninety two, film ninety three. Oh. Don't you remember when the BBC used You don't remember there used to be a, f- a, a a film review every week with Barry Norman on the BBC. No, I no. Wow, wow, that's mad. That is part of British culture, surely. What time is it on? I, c- I can't tell you that. I just know that it was on ev- every week. What day? I don't know. Probably Saturdays. I don't know. It was huge. No. Fair enough. Well, ba- back when, you know, there was only four channels, so that's it. You just, that's what you watch. Um, well, anyway, this, this guy, Leslie Norman, he directed lots for ITC, so he's going to come up again. He, he used, uh, he, he started off at Ealing Studios. He, and did productions like uh, I think he he directed Dunkirk, which is huge, isn't it? That's oh, yeah. got John Mills and Rich Attenborough in it. Um, he retired in 1978 after getting a, what was it, a laryngectomy? Where they oh yeah, take a bit of laryngectomy due due to his cancer and what have you. Uh, but he he carried on. He he died in '93. He was uh, 81 years old, so he. You know, he carried on and what have you. Uh, the directing was very, for me, very run of the mill. It was what you expect from from the series. There was nothing. I didn't see any zooming in and that kind of thing, which is which soon becomes the thing to do, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, it was. You know, he did the job. I don't think we're looking for brilliance in these just yet when when it is brilliant directing i suppose it will it will stand out won't it mm-hmm. but otherwise it was quite quite run the mill i wrote some bonus points for you oh did you go on obviously i knew you'd be annoyed about no qualms and it was directed yeah um i put right the baron had a look at christopher Plummer, as i said yes who was a heartthrob at the time so that makes sense but yeah. i also wrote sense twice because i wasn't sure which was the correct spelling uh, S-E-N-C-E. Is it? That makes sense. Is it? Okay. Um, the place was called Pomerania. That was it. I couldn't, find, I couldn't think before. Because we were looking for it, weren't we? They were calling it Pomerania. Yeah. But it's it was Pomerania. And I thought, ooh, is that where Pomeranians come from? Possibly, but it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, and the best line, other than uh, I'd like to show you my brass rubbings, was... Yeah. It's unemployment on the executive level. Yes. I like that one. Well, there's, yeah, there's a lot of that. And that just highlights. But that was what they said. Very, yeah, highlights just British society completely, mm-hmm. isn't it? These absolutely non-jobs mm-hmm. that certain families, there you go. Well, there's the first kid. What's he going to do? He's going to be a politician. What's this kid going to do? I don't know. He's head of a charity. What's this kid going to do? Oh, we'll put him in the military. Uh, yeah, well, unemployment on the executive level. That's exactly what Brilliant. it is. And there's a lot of that about um represented uh, no better than the royal family uh would you say that you'd watch the baron again yeah we're good 100 out of 120 i did really enjoy it okay fair enough i only get all right yeah just reach across for me buttons uh so you give it 100, I give it about, again, I give it about an 85. Oh, for this, I'm just doing it for this episode. As far as this episode is concerned, that's that's what it represents oh, really to me. I know, yeah, well, these are new to you, isn't it? And the concepts are new, and you look at it and go, oh, oh there's a concept. It that's was nostalgic cool. and new. I like stuff like that. Good, because there's, there's a lot of it going on. There's, um, there's, there's and you're going to be you're gonna be seeing a lot of this stuff. 
still because we will revisit a lot of what we've already watched in order to, to catch up maybe some of the better episodes what i'll do is i'll look at what was voted the best episodes from each series and we'll watch them i mean things like random hopkirk deceased i don't know why i didn't get a second series but it starts to start introduce other ghosts and the fact that there's evil ghosts out there that are trying to mess things about I remember it, or the ghost. Yeah, so so it gets proper freaky, and so there's there's episodes like that that I want to go back to. Um, like I say, next week is going to be the Zoo Gang, I think, unless something spectacular happens, uh, as in something sneaks out and we don't know about it. Do you know what we didn't say about this week is that we watch more What We Do in the Shadows. I really love that show, and my eldest went to Comic-Con in Liverpool yesterday. Yeah. And she bought me a Nadia sticker yeah. from a man that draws them. Oh, right. Very nice of him. She also bought me a, a, a Spellman Sisters Mortuary t-shirt, which was very nice of her. Uh, anyway, she showed the man the picture of me, because she said my mum loves this show. And he said, oh, she looks quite a bit like Nadia, don't you think? And she said, I'll tell her, because she'll like that. And yeah. I did. Oh, fair do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Nadia's a, uh, a vibe for you, isn't she? Oh, she's just, yeah, she is. Yeah. I, I just live for her. Laszlo is, uh, it's just it's just Matt Berry. Anything Matt Berry does, really. It's even, I mean, I don't know why there's not more of them. Bob Mortimer wrote those little things like, mm. uh, what was it, Matt Berry on Ghost. Matt Berry yeah. does Ghost, Ghost Matt Fish. Berry does... Uh, New Year's yeah. and that kind of thing. Ah, they're ace, and I want more of those. Mm-hmm. Bob, write some more of them. Matt, get in that booth with <laughs> Clem Fandango and get them, get them recorded. When the uh, the uh, the old vampire, who is the guy from everything, Billy Butcherson and Shape of Water and all that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's him. Who yeah. else would it be? Silly. Uh, walks in and Matt Berry just says, well, I'm stiff as a board. And I was <laughs> like, spitting my tea out. I was like, no, did you just say that? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, he is, uh, he is ace. And we're going to see, well, I'm certainly going to see him again soon because Discovery season yes. five is going to be on he soon, was the isn't best. it? Him and Michelle Yeoh made that show. Yeah, I, I, I like the lot. Like, I'm not going to go into a whole thing now because we're coming up to the hour mark and we should finish. Mm-hmm. But... Discovery is the best Star Trek out there at the moment because it is not about reminiscing over things that have already happened or revisiting things that have already happened and making them slightly different. It is its own thing. It's, it doesn't have to adhere to these strict timelines and codes of whatever. It is pure science fiction, which is what Star Trek started as. It made the law its own law as it went. Well, I'm going to log into your Paramount and watch uh, Christopher Pike. Yeah, it's good. watched gr- it without me and I like it. Yeah, it's good. And the last two episodes are brilliant. Just brilliant. What they do with the Gorn and they turn it into Alien and Predator. Mm. At the, you know, they just sort of cross between the two and you can see that the that's what they get the influences from. Great, but again, it's this idea of, uh, you know, here's the Gorn. We know what the Gorn are like. The big lizards that go, like Taz, (laughs) and and very slowly fight uh, with polystyrene rocks against Captain Kirk. Uh, Jeremy, he knows, Doctor. He's reasoned it out. (laughs) They all get to watch him, don't they? yeah, it's uh, so. Again, that's as good as it is. It's still revisiting the same thing and putting a modern twist on stuff. I Discovery is Discovery is the best track, and I'll die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> At me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for the fight. Uh, well, do it because it entertains me. Is it, should we go now then? Yeah. Or should we just like hum? For a bit, because it might be exactly an hour. Well, du, I, du, du, du. I thought we could say goodbye like Nadia. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have shown you these buttons, should oh, I? you shouldn't. <laughs> yes, we're, we're ending now. We'll see you later. Bye. She's, goodbye. I'm going to wheel her back in, into the room. It's, it's time for I a tablet.
Aldık. <gülüyor> <gülüyor>